Hello popcorn junkies, here we are. We didn't get time to review episode three, did we? Because we were, we were busy. separated. Separated. Time. You were elsewhere, I was elsewhere, which meant we weren't in the same place. That's what it means, separated. Anyway, so episode three happened. You and Kooks watched it separately to me and episode four. So we're going to review the two of them together. Um, I, epi curious two episodes because there's zero ghoulies. Yes. In either was. of them. Yeah. Which... Under normal circumstances, you would think in a sort of zombie apocalypse fair, uh, series. Disappointing. Yeah, disappointing. And might not appeal to the core audience. And yet, from what you're saying, all of these characters and the plot developments that we see are in the game. Is that right? I mean, I don't know for sure because oh, okay. I've never played the game. But, right. Um, uh, Perhaps you guys know, I, I know, you know the game. I know that the characters exist in it, but I don't know if they go into as much depth with them right. in, the, in the game journey. Like yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Um, Bill and Frank, for example. Yeah, the, the gay guy. Well, I don't know, I don't know. well, this episode three introduced Nick Offerman, and he, he's one of my favourite actors. He's a cracking actor, isn't he? He was the. Was, well, he he he's always. In a lot of comedies. Yeah, and he plays a lot of small parts. He's sort of like quite an indie sensibility, isn't mm. he? I presume he's probably a, a comedian or comes from the stand up circuit of some form. But he plays. He's, he's always quirky. Like I'm thinking Emil and the Dying Girl, he played the sort of the, the oh, dad. Yeah. Do you he's remember always the a dad. Of, yeah, he's always a dad. Um, and he played this sort of curious character that. There was no real explanation as to why we went there, other than this was a man who was fending for himself and lived in quite a nice, pretty sort of picket fence community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then constructed, I really like the detail with which he constructed a sort of safe zone with fences and right, guns yeah, yeah. And, and he had CCTV. I, I wanted to be there. It's safer than South East London. Um, trip, trip switches, yeah. traps, mm -hmm. so that when and if, you know, ghoulies started coming towards them, he'd see them on the CCTV. Yeah. And so we kind of saw him... And what was he called? A prepper. You know, these are the people who prep, mm -hmm. prepare for kind of the apocalypse. Yeah. What about being a prepper who's predicted it right? Yeah. You're, pre you're prepared. Probably. But then it developed into he catches a guy in one of his traps, a sort of bear trap or monster trap, and then a romance blossoms. Yes. yes. I, was I was shocked and surprised by this. Well, I thought it, it's very, um, like risky by a third episode to completely introduce like characters that we yes. don't um we haven't seen yet yeah. and we don't know anything about um and to like have us care about them as well in yes just, in just one episode that's a difficult yeah i mean what it's got to be the strength of the actor to be able to make us Def care yeah exactly um so yeah I, I remember you know at first when they're introduced you're kind of like oh am i am i supposed to know who they are like yeah, 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 where yeah. do they come into the story and obviously we find out they come into the story with um joel and tess because that's right, they were like flashback, traders wasn't and stuff. Yeah. yeah um but honestly i loved that this episode was dedicated to to these two it was mm. it was very much well like i said a risky thing to do to just have two completely new characters mm. by the third episode and it kind of just being just being their them. story. Yeah. Um, but... with, with a touch, with a moment of Pedro Pascal, because, I mean, it's very much Pedro Pascal's series, isn't it, and Bella Ramsey's, and yeah. all the excitement, all the social media you're seeing. Me, I mean, the, the meme social media aspect of this series, almost more, more than things like Game of Thrones and, mm -hmm. and others, or The Walking Dead, because The Walking Dead came a bit earlier than that, yeah. didn't it? Um, yeah, so, but I only watched half of this to begin with, and then you guys watched the whole episode, and you were kind of like, I wonder if Dad stopped watching it because he was a bit bored. And it wasn't kind of, you know, what he was expecting. Yeah. And I paused it because it was late. And then I watched the second half and I was saying... And I to watched you, the second half of Dad. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, I and I think, and I said this last night over dinner, I think episode three of The Last of Us with these two characters who fall in love was one of the most radical, and I don't know what any gay viewers think, radical representation of male 
gay homosexual relationships mm -hmm. in any mainstream drama I've ever seen. And the reason for that, I think, is because they were two men who ostensibly physically and, you know, facially and weren't, what do they call them? Sort of, you know, conventionally attractive. Absolutely. They weren't sort of an idealised version, yeah. which I think sometimes TV and film always goes for the sort of beautiful end mm -hmm. of homosexual relationships yeah. rather than the realistic end of homosexual relationships. So to yeah, see... it just felt like a very genuine yeah. love story. And it was, I thought it was just very mm. beautifully... Really beautifully done. done. And, and their acting together was... It was sensational. Movie. And Nick Offerman played it beautiful, you know, he's sort of almost you know, being able to indulge or open up to what his passion was or his love was and their relationship developing and mm. his reluctance. And then it was a lot of fun. I, I, I genuinely think this is a, this is a tentpole moment in, in the representation of gay couples or gay yeah. men. I, I just thought it was remarkable. Um, and so that, that was that episode really, wasn't it? It's all no, just... That, and they're obviously their death, which is very sad. Well, that's episode four, isn't it? Is that, that episode four? No, no, no. Oh, that was, oh, it all happened in episode three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course it did, yeah. So, God, that's a huge story arc. And that's what I mean. It was so good that they, they managed to make us care so much about these two people that had just been yeah. introduced in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made us care so much when they died. And we, I don't know, we all felt like... And I've spoken to some of my friends who'd watched it as well, and they were saying, I was so invested in them both. Why did they have to die? Like, I was so you know, yeah, yeah. settled into that part of that the world, story yeah. so quickly. And I was kind of hoping... I mean, obviously, I'm disappointed because I love Nick Offerman, and I'm like, oh, right, that's him there. I was kind of hoping this would be their sort of safe haven that they'd keep returning to. Uh, to come back to it. but that's a kind of testimony you're right it did end in episode three but it felt like it reached beyond that mm -hmm. and it was sort of more but and that yeah so that third episode was very much their, their yeah. episode and very different very, very unexpected really um, liked it really liked, liked it. it yeah and then episode four kicks off and yet again we don't really have monsters and ghoulies though there's always the suggestion of it i thought one of the things in episode four that you commented on which was particularly good is the immersive believability of landscape and, yeah, and what they're driving so well in this haven't they? They genuinely believe like the whole world is um, actually that devastated, yeah. Because, you know, you've come out of seeing Avatar and you've had that sort of Pandora <gasps> withdrawal symptoms. Yes. Um, and I really believe, you know, when they were driving through the landscape and she saw all the tanks and then they get to that point on the road and all the cars are mossy and green and there's skeletons. Mm. It was really real. I mean, yeah, it sounds it ridiculous, but it, it... Well, it's like we've said before, um, you know, in films, it very much feels like just what is in shot yes. is um, yeah, yeah, yeah. set up to, you know... The, yeah, the, at the edge of shot, it just falls apart. Yeah, but yeah. this, it feels like the whole world is genuinely... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're pushing through a 360-degree sort of world and planet. Mm. And this episode... Episode four. Episode four. A little bit like the last episode is just about a relationship, isn't it? And I think, in a sense, both these episodes do what I liked that they did at the beginning of episode one and episode two, which is they are, in a sense, deepening our relationship. So we got to know those guys who died in episode three. And in a weird way, what that was showing was, look at these really meaningful lives that are ending in this world. Mm -hmm. And then this episode was about um, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey's relationship. Yeah, they're, they're really they're coming really trying to bring Joel and Ellie's yeah. relationship. He's sort of becoming more paternal. Yeah. Right down to the fact that she's got this book. She gets this book at some point, which is like full of dad well, jokes. Well, she's had a book full of yeah, puns, yeah. Puns. I love that. I love the dad jokes. Yeah. Because they're so bad. And yeah, yet yeah. slowly you see Pedro Pascal soften, soften, soften. Um, and then they, they crash into, don't they crash into, they crash into a sort of well, they, resistance. Yeah, so they, they, the path that they need in order to get to where they need to get to is blocked. So yeah. they kind of try and take a route around it and then they get lost and then they end up back at the QZ and there's federal people there as well and they run into a group of people that aren't federal fireflies they're kind of their own little 
Yeah, I get a bit confused with the groups, the pressure groups. Fedra so, are baddies. Fedra are baddies. Um, fireflies are the like freedom fighters freedom that, that they call terrorists. And okay. That. Um, and this bunch were just another bunch. They're, they're not fireflies or Fedra, no. Oh, right. um, so obviously we saw that scene with Kathleen, who's the leader of that group. Yeah, she was a bit um, With dark the Fedra doctor that she ended up. He delivered her. He, he delivered her as a baby, but she's still killed. Doctor. There's a brutality to these characters, isn't there? And, oh, hang on a minute. We also had the moment where Bella Ramsey essentially almost killed someone. So Bella Ramsey... Like she's already killed she's someone already killed. before. Yeah, so her loss of innocence wasn't now. Her loss of innocence has happened. But Pedro Pascal wanted to kind of nurse her through that. We had a moment with this strange resistance group, clarify who they are guys if you know, where they opened the door and the floor was breathing. Yeah, really. What weird. the fuck was that? I about? think it will be it will be fungus underneath. Do you think? Yeah. Giant fungus. It'll be with the roots. A giant nanny die toenail. Uh, Dad, stop with that. <laughs> it's horrific. Pushing through the earth. I mean, that was really dark and twisted. Yeah, that's horrible. I like the scenes where they were camping together. I like the kind of bromance, but sort of like father-daughter type thing developing. I really like Bella Ramsey. Yeah, I, I, she's, really, she's really good. Yeah, she's getting better and better. Yeah. She's really settling into the role, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she is. And then we have the big kind of cliffhanger. Yeah. They're held at gunpoint. It was a short episode, and then suddenly his ground glass on the floor didn't work, didn't did it? Didn't work. Guess who's sleeping on the side? He can't hear very well. Oh, of course. And she drew his attention to it. Anyway, my love of Pedro Pascal is deepening. It's, I love Batman. It's a full man crush. I have such a crush on Pedro Pascal. He's lovely. They've both been very nice, kind of settlers in episodes. Yes. Um, and last last night's one was quite short as well, so it was, it was very much it? just kind of. Um, John and Ellie kind of cracking on. Yeah. But um, no, honestly, I loved both. I've, I'm yet to be disappointed with an no. episode. Don't feel as though I'm going to be. No, well, and also episode five to come, and I think there are five more, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, and I'm presuming the kind of drama and the fear and the horror is going to suddenly ratchet up now that yeah. you really care about them. I hope so. Well, there you go, guys. Tell us what you think. Are you enjoying it? Did these episodes do it for you? Yeah.